you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day to day. Mm. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Forever35. Hello. 
Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And, you know, this is a mini episode, which is where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. It's true. And please remember, we're not experts, we're podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. Yes, that is very key, a key part of this whole experience. And if you would like to reach us, our voicemail and text message number is 781-591-0390, or you can email us or send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mention on the show. Please do follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast, and join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast, where the password is series. Also, just want to remind everyone, you can sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. We did it. That's all the stuff. I know sometimes it's, it's annoying to have to sit there and listen to us yammer on all the stuff. <laughs> we appreciate you hanging all in. All the stuff. It's a lot of stuff, but you also have to like imagine coming to this podcast for the first time and you're like, what is this? So it helps if we throw out all the stuff up top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw out all the stuff. So I have a so, cold. <clears throat> I have a cold. Yeah. I have a cold and I just... It's causing me to get onto a little bit of a soapbox. So I just want everyone to bear with me. Can I soapbox for a minute, Dory? Please. I love a soapbox. So um, I'm in New Hampshire where uh, masking is very optional and my kid's been at camp. And, you know, obviously we're all going to start getting colds and other viral infections and everything again, right? So that's fine. So my daughter got a cold. She gave it to my stepmom. Then I got it. We've all been COVID tested. We're all, you know, my stepmom is a doctor. So she got COVID tested at her hospital. And my kid got two different COVID tests. We're all negative. But I couldn't help but think, like, holy shit, I am so miserable with this cold. I felt like I couldn't move yesterday from a cold. And we've all, for, mm. I mean, many of us, I would, shouldn't speak for everyone. I think many of us have forgotten what it feels like to have things like a cold if we haven't been sick through this pandemic, right? Because we've been masked and away from people. Yes. So if you haven't experienced um, this kind of illness, it's it like it takes a minute where you're like, oh, God, I forgot how bad colds are. They're not fun. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't help but wonder. Just like Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker might do on Second City. <laughs> Couldn't help but wonder, uh, like if if this was COVID, this could be way more miserable. And I'm already pretty miserable with a cold. And I just wanted to use this podcast platform to say to my fellow Americans, because that's only the only people I can speak to. We I know we have listeners all over the world, but I. Can't speak to every individual vaccine availability by country or community. 
But if you're an American and you're listening to this and you have no vaccine-related complications, I know some people might have an autoimmune issue or, or men, there are many reasons why your doctor may tell you not to get the COVID vaccine. If you don't have any of those, go get the vaccine if you listen to this podcast. Go get it. There, I, I know we've talked about it a lot here, but I don't know if we've directly said for the love of freaking God, go get the COVID vaccine if you have not already. And I also wanted to offer this. If you are a listener of the, this podcast in the United States who has not gotten the COVID vaccine and you're like, I don't know how, where do I get it? I'm confused. Email me at forever35podcast at gmail.com and I will help you figure it out. And it is the ultimate self-care, not just for yourself to hopefully cut down on your chances of getting COVID or to make you less symptomatic if you do get it, but also for members of your community, both big and small. It is a way to care for others and care for yourself. I will help you email me and let's get you vaccinated, baby. No judgment, as Niall Hornan sings. When you're with me, there's no judgment, but I want you to get vaccinated. So anyway... On a lighter note, Dory, let's talk about your life before we talk about listeners' lives. Must we? <laughs> yes, we <laughs> must. Kidding. Because I, I'm actually kind of intrigued by some of the thoughts going through your head right now. Okay. So as listeners may know, I was just on the East Coast. I was in Connecticut. Then I was in the Berkshires. And then we were in Boston for two days, two nights. And one thing I noticed in my traipsing around Boston was so many runners. And like, it was weird because like people run in LA. It's not like there are no runners here, <laughs> but there was just something so, I don't know. I saw so many people running in a way that I noticed this too when I was in Boston last weekend. Was like so it was it just felt like a lifestyle. Okay, so you saw people moving and hustling their bodies. Yes. And you were intrigued. And I was intrigued. It made me think about running again. And I'd been thinking about running before, but the past couple of years have just not been conducive to taking up running again. Like I mean, I should say the last like three and a half years yeah because yeah three years last three years because i was pregnant well no i mean the last freaking five years because like five years yeah like ivf all the ivf like you can't if you're training for something you can't like stop for six weeks and then like start up again you know what i mean yeah. And that's like what IVF does. Like you just, mm -hmm. for a while, you can't exercise. So it always just seemed yeah, like fruitless to me to get back into running because I feel like for me, at least, it's not something that I can just like pick up and do and then pick it up again like eight weeks later. Like I need to, I need to be able to do it consistently. So... I haven't been able to do it consistently for a long time. And then you know, I was pregnant. I had Henry blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I can't, I don't know. I just, I can't even like fathom doing it. But then I was thinking, you know, I was thinking a few months ago, like we're doing this last round of IVF, you know, maybe if it doesn't work, then I will 
take up running again. And lo and behold, it did not work. I'm like, maybe, maybe I should get back into running. I don't know. I'm not like 100% sold on this, but I'm also not not sold on it. Interesting, Dory. So, yeah, I don't know. I support it. You know, I've been doing this, I've been on on the Peloton, I've been doing this um, power zone training. And what's very satisfying about power zone training is that you can really see your progress. And yeah, yeah, I've really made a lot of progress. And that is one of the things that I liked about running also is like you can really see your progress. You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. one day you can only run three miles and then one day you can run six miles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get that. I, as someone who's kind of dabbled in running again, I've, I've taken a pause because my knee got kind of tweaky. But yeah, you can definitely see improvement and you could also see like your time gets faster or yep. slower. I mean, there's so many different ways to kind of measure um, your, your running. I mean, what is it about the lifestyle that appeals to you? Is it the physical activity? Is it getting outside? What do you think it is specifically? Mm, I, you know, I, what I always liked about running is that you could just like get up and go. Like all you needed was running shoes. Okay. You could just like, walk out of your house and and run and i like that aspect of it but but i also like i said i liked mm-hmm. the i like the training aspect of it like when i was really into running i was i i was always training for something like a like some sort of race and i found that very yeah, satisfying yeah. now it does not seem that there is as a robust um, running like road race apparatus in Los Angeles as there was in New York or probably Boston. Oh, but I actually think there is. They're all down um in Santa Monica on that path. There's so many runners groups and stuff in LA. Oh no, I I'm not just talking about a little more work. To I was see never, I was them. never into, I was oh, never sorry, into sorry. runners groups. I'm talking about races. Oh, like uh, in New York, there is oh, New York road runners. Yeah, which like which yes, sponsors there's a, race every weekend. a ton. Yeah. There's a race like every weekend. If you want to do like a 10k yep, or a, you know a half marathon, like there's always races happening. And when I was when I first moved to LA and I was still kind of into running, I I like looked for some, and there just there were some, but not a ton, and a lot of yeah. And so that was sort of disappointing. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. All right. So food for thought. If anyone in LA wants to get Dory into races. <laughs> I never got into running with groups. So that that aspect is not an issue. Well, I don't like running with people. Otherwise, I'd offer to run with you, but I'm too self-conscious. I just like to be alone. Yeah, no, I, it, was, it was never, never a thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> not a group activity for you. <laughs> not a group activity for me. All right. Well, listen, let's take a break. Right. Enough about us. Let's get to some listener cues and A's. Enough about us. Okay, let's do it. All right, we'll be right back. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. 
It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, one thing I think is really kind of interesting about skin, my skin, but all skin, is that like what it needs now in my 40s is not what I needed in my 30s. Totally. Definitely not what I needed in my 20s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, how are you supposed to know what your skin needs? It's hard. It's hard to know. Especially when there's just like so many products out there. The overwhelm is real. It's a struggle to even know how to get the results you want, what products to start with. This is why we're super excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed medications that are clinically proven to help. I have used Apostrophe. I love it. They will pair you with a board-certified dermatologist who literally creates a personalized treatment plan for your skin. I have done this a few times now. It is so easy to do their online consultation. You upload photos And like within a few weeks, I had done a consultation and received my treatment plan and my product. Amazing. And that is how I became a Tretinoin gal. 
I love the tretinoin that they sent me. I love their sunscreen. Both products have been amazing on my skin. And you, Forever 35 listeners, can get a special deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5. That's at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. Now that is a savings of $15. I like that. This code is only available to Forever 35 listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash forever35 and click get started. And then use our code forever35 at sign up and you will get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. All right. We're back. We got a very lovely email. A question. Yeah, and I I mean, I love these kinds of questions. Why don't you take Um, it away, Dory? Take it away. Shall I take it away? Yeah, take it away. Dear Cat and Door, I'm one of your... I'm one of your younger listeners and would love to pick y'all's brain about the art of growing up, going to college, and finding your people. I'm 18 years old, and this September, I'm headed to a university that's six hours away. For context, I've never moved, and my parents have held my hand through life thus far. Add to that my anxious nature and becoming independent in a new town with new responsibilities is daunting. I'm trying to take baby steps this summer towards independence, but college will probably still feel like jumping into the deep end. Then there's the issue of making connections. I know that if I don't find people, places, and things that support and ground me over there, I'll really struggle. But I worry about fitting in. Being post-Christian, I'm not quite as out there as other teenagers when it comes to both self-expression and experiences. I don't always feel like a real teenage girl because I don't wear makeup or style my hair. I tend to look rather raw and unedited, a personal choice, but one that sometimes makes me feel like I stick out strangely. All in all, I'm pretty content with who I am and where I am on my journey of self-discovery, but I sometimes worry that who I am won't fit with my peer group, the coolest of cool-looking Gen Zers, as Kate puts it. They all seem to have the art of self-mastered. And as a person who doesn't do sports or have many hobbies besides walking and perfecting my daily routine, I also don't know how I'll click with folks through activities. I hope y'all can pool your college knowledge and hopefully have some advice for me. I've been listening for a while and this podcast slash community has felt so comforting. Like my big group of moms. (laughs) Thanks for doing what you do. Mm. Oh, big mom group. You know, I I think... um, Yeah. I understand. I totally understand the worry about fitting in. But I also actually think that when you head to a university or college or I think you, it is a a chance to find, I don't like the word your people because it doesn't happen for everybody, but find people that not just that you connect with, but that you're going to grow into adulthood with. You know, I'm thinking about my, I have a really tight core group of friends from college we're all very different. Like we don't share the same hobbies. We don't, you know, we have different career paths and different things we like, but what bonds us is our, just that as humans, we get each other and we laugh together. So I imagine that you are going to find people who are feeling the same things you are, who maybe also don't have quote unquote hobbies who don't, but who you just connect with as a human. And I suspect it's going to feel really good. You're getting out, you're branching out. It sounds like, um, you know, like you're going to be independent, far away from home. And I'm sure there's lots of terrifying stuff about that too. But I would, 
I would trust that it's actually going to feel really good and you are going to meet people who also aren't quite out there, who also maybe don't quote unquote feel like a real teenage what anybody um and and they are going to be the right people for you at the right time. All right. I think that's good advice. Do you have any other thoughts? I have a lot of thoughts about this. Okay, get in okay. there. Okay. So I'm I'm going yeah, okay. So I'm going to start by telling you about my first semester of college. Okay. I also I went I went to college in Philadelphia and I'm from Boston, so it was also about 6 hours away. Mm-hmm. So similar. Um and you know, I was I think as most people are, I was apprehensive. Excited, but apprehensive. And I remember calling my mom. I think it was, I don't remember exactly when it was, but it was probably like a month or two into school and just like crying hysterically. Being like, I don't have friends. I hate it here. I want to transfer. Why did I come here? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was so, I was, I was miserable. I was like, this school is all frat parties. Like, who are these people? I have nothing in common with them. Where are the weirdos? Like, what, what is happening? (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, but then by the time I came home for Thanksgiving, I had made friends and I was so much happier. And like, yeah, I agree with Kate that like, you, I, I can't say you're going to find your people, but I found my people. It took a little longer because I didn't have the same interests necessarily as what felt like most of the people on campus. Now, in retrospect, was that most of the people on campus? Probably not, but that's what it felt like to me as an 18 year old. But then I did find my people, some of whom are still my closest friends. And, you know, but I'm not going to pretend that like the first week of school, you're going to make all of your best friends. Like it could take a little while. So and it could feel like everybody else say, has like, done that there. but you. Like, did it feel like that for you? Like yes, everybody else? Totally. Yeah, now, that's, that's the worst feeling. Yeah, and you know, I went to a pretty big school. So I think in some ways that made it both harder and easier. Like easier yeah. in the sense of like, there were a lot of different kinds of people, but harder in the sense of like, it took me a little longer to find them. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah, I do. Um, so, yeah. So that's the first thing I would say. The second thing I will say is something that I am learning from the experience of publishing my book, which is that so many of us feel like we are the only ones who felt a certain way, whether it was like feeling like an outsider or feeling like we were behind or whatever. And in actuality, so many other people felt the exact same way. And what's been really interesting has been hearing from people who, like people from my past, 
Oh boy. Who I wasn't necessarily like best friends with, but people I was uh-huh. friendly with. And like a lot of them are like, your book really surprised me because that was never how I thought of you. And and I do touch on this in my book that like I always felt like people's perceptions of me were different from how I felt about myself. But then they all, like a lot of them go on to say like I was feeling the same way. And Oof. I think that that's just like important to keep in mind. You know, that like most of us are like scared and a little insecure, especially lonely. in new environments. And like, mm-hmm. I think in lonely, yeah. And I think we should just kind of operate under the assumption that like ultimately what most people are looking for is that human connection. Yeah. I love that, Dory. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, thanks, Kate. Here's a very different kind of uh, listener question. If you work out in the morning, what do you do about your face situation? Do you remove your nighttime face stuff, exercise naked faced, then apply daytime face stuff after a shower, exercise with nighttime stuff on because you are too lazy, tired to make getting up and working out any more complicated? Just me. But by doing that, am I just damning my pores to be sweaty? Ser- to be a sweaty, serum-y, lotion-y mess. Listener, I wake up and I exercise without washing my face or removing my, quote, nighttime face stuff, and I think it's fine. Yeah, I, think I would say it's all fine. melted into your face by then, you know, after sleeping, and you're probably a-okay. You don't need to watch. It's not, and it's not a matter of you being too lazy or tired. It's just, I don't think you need to do it. You're not. Yeah. I do think it's good to wash your face after you exercise, whether or not it's in the shower or if you just want to like wash your face quickly. And if you're not showering right after, but definitely wash your face after, because I think the pore clogging would be like the sweat and the product that got like bubbled up because of the sweat. So wash your face after. Yeah. Done and done. Look at that, Dory. Done and done. With you on done. All right. Yep. We've got a voicemail here. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Denise again. I left a previous message that was really for you guys. Um, but at the end of it, I did have a question that um, thought we could maybe pose to the viewers. And that is, how often does everyone wash their sheets? I know that there was an episode where you guys had shared that Oprah said she washes her sheets every day. And obviously that's not something we can do. So I'm curious if people do it once a week, every two weeks, once a month. What is the frequency? Curious. Also, along the same lines, how often do people wash their bath towels? Meaning, um, some people in my family, um, believe that, well, you know, you're using it when your body's clean. You're just using it to dry off. So, you can use one towel a week and then wash all the towels in the family and then we all reuse them again for the whole week. Then there's others in the family that believe that, you know, we should wash the towel after every use. So curious of what people think about that. And then one last final question is for those of us who use um, a separate hair towel, um, because we don't wash our hair every day, mainly women, um, and we use those nice little hair towels um, how often do you wash those um, since you won't be using them every day? Um, I'm inclined to say that 
you could wash the hair towel and the body towel at the same time. And whether that is once a week or twice a week, that's what I'm leaning toward. But I'm curious of what your viewers might say or what you guys suggest or have heard in your discussions and research. Okay, that's it. I hope you guys have a great day and you're awesome. And thanks for the podcast. Bye. Okay, well, you're awesome also. That's really nice of you. Thank you. I wash my sheets every week. And my family sheets every week. I do too. Towels, it is a free for all. I wash them when they start. I just throw them in the, my towels in the laundry when they start smelling. To be honest, I don't know when my kids' towels get washed. Kind of like whenever they end up in the laundry. We don't have a towel. We don't have a towel mm. washing system, and like guaranteed, sometimes I've been using the same towel for at least a okay. month. Okay. Do you wash towels weekly? I do. Are you a weekly towel? I'm a washer? weekly towel washer. You like you actively collect all the towels and wash them. Yeah, I, 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 I wash towels every week. Ooh, I am in awe of you. Well, you know, I feel like we get. I don't know. They get kind of dirty. They get kind of like dampy, dirty. I get the dampy mildewiness. That, yeah, that's when I normally. That's what I mean. Wash them, but yeah, but it's it's not definitely not weekly over here. I mean, so. that's fine. Like I, I'm just telling you what we do. I'm not saying like everyone has to wash their yes towels weekly. You're just speaking your towel. Speaking truth my towel. My truth. towel truth is yeah, different. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I really do think like I do think it's good to wash sheets, especially because we're in them a lot and things get in sweat, dirt, etc. But towels, I feel like that's really up to you. According to this quick Google that I did, the recommendation is that you use you should use a towel three to four times before you wash it. And that's not just, that's not days. That's three to four uh, times. And that is because, uh, that oh is boy. because the towel, yes, you are clean when you use the towel, but the towel gets moist when you dry off with them. And then that is a breeding ground for bacteria. So mm. when you wash them regularly, it prevents the bacteria from growing. Okay. Well. I guess I know what I'll be doing when I get home. And also, don't use fabric softener on your towels. I don't use it. I ever. don't either. But I, you know, I know some people like it, so I'm just putting that out there. Okay. All right, Dory. Thank you for clarifying. All right. Well, look. Let's take a break. When we come back, we've got a couple more comments to share from people. All right. Let's do it. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. 
And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Okay. All right. So we have a voicemail. Hi, Kat and Dor. Um, this is Emily calling from North Carolina. I was just on a run and I was listening to um, a mini episode from last week. And Kate mentioned something about the smell of the earth after rain and how that's such a great smell. And there is a word for that. And the word is petrichor. And it's just such a beautiful world word. I just thought you should know it. Um, also, um, pop culture recommendation. Um, the new show on AMC Plus, Kevin Can Fuck Himself. So good. It's Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek and it glitches from melodrama to sitcom of this, uh, begrudged housewife who's basically treated like garbage by her husband, Kevin. So highly, highly recommend. Um, love the pod. Thank you so much. Uh, bye. Okay. Petrichor, not only is it a beautiful word, but it's a fish song, Dory. I should have known this. Oh my gosh. I know. But it's such a lovely word. It is, it's, and it perfectly kind of describes that smell. Yeah, it really does. Um, as for Kevin can fuck himself, I really am dying to watch that show. Um, and it's on my like list of soon, soon to watch. So thank you for that recommendation because I want to get on that. Same, same, same. Also, Annie and Annie Murphy. We love Annie Murphy in this house. (laughs) And by this house, I mean this podcast. (laughs) This podcast house. Uh, I've tried to figure out ways to get her on the show if anyone has any ideas. All right. Well, one final text message to share, and it's another pop culture rack story. Here we go. Yes, please. Okay. Should I read it? Hello, Cat and Door. Let's talk below deck. It's sexy, sumptuous, and you'll love it. I would start at the beginning, but if you don't have time for that, start in season two of Below Deck. The drama really amped up after 
chief stew, Kate Chastain joined. I'd go below deck, below deck med, and then below deck sailing yacht. Pretty soon you'll earn your stripes and be a below deck aficionado with opinions on chefs, captains, costume parties, beach picnics, and so much crew drama. Pick your side and so many accents. Kate, you'll love it. You'll meet Chef Ben, Eddie, experience all the hookups, amazing scenery, the bluest waters, Michelin star plating, and food. Oh, the food. If you watch at night, you'll want snacks to eat when you are drooling over all the lobsters being served. It's a Downton Abbey vibe between the haves and the have-nots because you see behind the scenes and sympathize with the crew below deck while secretly wishing you were a guest sipping champagne in the hot tub. And because you're jealous when the guests are rude, you are allowed to openly mock and judge them. Thanks to confessionals like the Real Housewives franchise, we get to hear the crew share it all. Happy to be your below deck guide since I'm forever grateful for Call My Agent Obsession and the pod in general. My good friend, Dina, Dina, introduced me to the pod during the height of the pandemic living in NYC when I needed some self-care. And I just introduced another friend to you all. That's what friends do. Enjoy your below deck cruising. P.S. Dory breezing through your book and loving it. Wow. This is great. This is a great, great email. Well, after I first spoke about Below Deck on the podcast, my sister-in-law texted me to tell me that the real expert on Below Deck happens to be my brother. What? That is a twist I did not see coming. Me too. She was like, he got me into it and he's obsessed. He can teach you all about it. It's like, excuse me? Uh Well, well, well. Look, if you know Andrew Spencer, give him a give him a hoot. He's got to teach us about wow. below deck. He does not listen to this, but my his wife does. Um, yeah, my brother's a below deck head. I would not have guessed. It does sound great, and I will tell you, I'm into sexy and sumptuous because I'm debating whether or not to start the show Sex Life or the show elite and both are apparently pretty sexy and sumptuous so i'll throw below deck into that um and start with chef with chief stew chief stew kate chastain that's kate chastain sounds like a soap opera name it does it does chief stew kate chastain (gasps) oh gosh well dory look we've covered it all we really have. We really have. There is no stone left unturned here in the many episodes. <laughs> I, just, I started this episode yelling about vaccinations, and we're ending it on sexy and sumptuous television featuring lobsters. Indeed. <sighs> wow. Well, it's been a it pleasure. Has. All right, everyone. Bye. Bye.